Good evening and welcome to our Good Friday service this evening. Tonight's service will be a little different than we're used to. Tonight's service, there will be times of the spoken word through uh, prayer, through scripture reading. But we'll also have ample time for silence, for reflection, times for us to allow the Holy Spirit to speak into our lives. As Christians, we are people of the resurrection. But this evening, we come together to remember the betrayal of Jesus. We come to remember Jesus' arrest, his trial, his suffering, his crucifixion, death, and burial. This evening, we're reminded of sin. We're reminded of the consequences, the brokenness, the pain that our sin carries. We're reminded of the hopelessness of a life without God. We're reminded of our own need for a savior. A time to reflect on the fact that Jesus died in order to bring life, salvation, and redemption to the whole world, desiring that none should be lost. As the Gospel of John reminds us, the light came into the world, but the world preferred darkness. But God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone would believe in him, would not perish, but would have eternal life. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn it, but that the world might be saved through him. Would you join in prayer this evening? Dear Lord, we, we come tonight, a special night, a special Friday, to remember your sacrifice. We come tonight to acknowledge our sin, the cost of it, the brokenness that it brings. Lord, we come tonight acknowledging our desperate need for a Savior. We see the path of salvation that was made possible through the, the life, the suffering, and the death of Jesus. And we humbly seek your mercy and forgiveness. Amen. I invite you to stand this evening as we read responsively. And I will read when it says leader, and I invite you to read with me when it says people together as one people. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And we say together, amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord our God. And we say together, who redeems us from sin and death. Who redeems us from sin and death. For us and for our salvation, Christ became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. And we say together, blessed be the name of the Lord. I invite you to remain standing this evening as we lift our voice in praise together.
this evening. Well, tonight on this Good Friday, we have come together to celebrate what is called a tenebrae service. Tenebrae comes from the Latin word for shadows. This is a service that the Christian church has celebrated since the fourth century. During the service, different readers will recall the events that led to Jesus' death on the cross. Following each reading, the reader will remind us, this is the word of the Lord, to which we will say, thanks be to God. After each reading, one of our seven candles will be extinguished and some of the lights in the sanctuary will be dimmed. And then we will have a period of silence. It will feel a lot longer than it really is. As the candles are extinguished and the lights are dimmed, we reflect on the depth of Christ's suffering and death. The diminishing light symbolizes the fading devotion of the disciples, as well as the sin of the world. At the end of the service, the sanctuary will be relatively dark. Following the benediction, the lights will come up enough to make it safe for as we all go. And I just ask that as we go later tonight, that you would exit the sanctuary in a respectful and reflective manner. Thank you. The Shadow of Betrayal, Matthew 26, 20-25. That evening he took his place at the table with the twelve disciples. As they were eating, he said, I assure you that one of you will betray me. Deeply saddened, each one said to him, I'm not the one, am I, Lord? He replied, the one who will betray me is the one who dips his hand with me into this bowl. The Son of Man goes to his death just as it is, just as it is written about him. But how terrible it is for that person who betrays the Son of Man. It would have been better for him if he had never been born. Now Judas, who would betray him, replied, it's not me, is it, Rabbi? Jesus answered, You said it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Shadow of the Agony of Spirit and Arrest, Matthew 26, verses 36 through 50. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. He said to the disciples, stay here while I go and pray over there. 
when he took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, he began to feel sad and anxious. Then he said to them, I'm very sad. It's as if I'm dying. Stay here and keep alert with me. Then he went a short distance farther and fell on his face and prayed, My father, if it's possible, take this cup of suffering away from me. However, not what I want, but what you want. He came back to the disciples and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, couldn't you stay alert one hour with me? Stay alert and pray so that you won't give in to temptation. The spirit is eager, but the flesh is weak. A second time he went away and prayed, my father, if it's not possible that this cup be taken away unless I drink it, then let it be what you want. Again, he came and found them sleeping. Their eyes were heavy with sleep, but he left them again and went and prayed the same words for the third time. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Will you sleep and rest all night? Look, the time has come for the Son of Man to be betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let's go. Look, here comes my betrayer. While Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came. With him was a large crowd carrying swords and clubs. They had been sent by the chief priests and elders of the people. His betrayer had given them a sign. Arrest the man I kiss. Just then he came to Jesus and said, Hello, Rabbi. And then he kissed him. But Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you came to do. Then they came and grabbed Jesus and arrested him. This is the word of the Lord. The Shadow of Denial. Matthew 26, 69 through 75. Meanwhile, Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. A servant woman came and said to him, you were also with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it in front of them all saying, I don't know what you are talking about. When he went over to the gate, another woman saw him and said to those who were there, this man was with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. With a solemn pledge, he denied it again, saying, I don't know the man. A short time later, those standing there came and said to Peter, You must be one of them. The way you talk gives you away. Then he cursed and swore, I don't know the man. At that very moment, the rooster crowed. Peter remembered Jesus' words, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And Peter went out and cried uncontrollably. This is the word of the Lord.
The Shadow of Accusation, Matthew 27, 11 through 14, 20 through 29. Jesus was brought before the governor. The governor said, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, that's what you say. But he didn't answer when the chief priests and elders accused him. Then Pilate said, don't you hear the testimony they bring against you? But he didn't answer, not even a single word. So the governor was greatly amazed. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and kill Jesus. The governor said, which of the two do you want me to release to you? Barabbas, they replied. Pilate said, then what should I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said, crucify him. But he said, why? What, has, what wrong has he done? They shouted even louder, crucify him. Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere and that a riot was starting. So he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I'm innocent of this man's blood, he said. It's your problem. All the people replied, let his blood be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus whipped then handed him over to be crucified. The governor's soldiers took Jesus into the governor's house and they gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a red military coat on him. They twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. They put a stick in his right hand. Then they bowed down in front of him and mocked him, saying, Hey, King of the Jews, this is the word of the Lord. Shadow of Crucifixion and Humiliation, Matthew 27, 31 through 43. When they finished mocking him, they stripped him of the military coat and put his own clothes back on him. They led him away to crucify him. As they were going out, they found Simon, a man from Cyrene. They forced him to carry his cross. When they came to a place called Golgotha, which means skull place, 
They gave Jesus wine mixed with vinegar to drink, but after tasting it, he didn't want to drink it. After they crucified him, they divided up his clothes among them by drawing lots. They sat there guarding him. They placed above his head the charge against him. It read, this is Jesus, the King of the Jews. They crucified him with two outlaws, one on his right side and one on his left. Those who were walking by insulted Jesus, shaking their heads and saying, so you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, were you? Save yourself. If you are God's son, come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests, along with the legal experts and the elders, were making fun of him, saying, he saved others, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel, so let him come down from the cross now. Then we'll believe in him. He trusts in God, so let God deliver him now if he wants to. He said, I'm God's son. This is the word of the Lord.
the shadow of death, Matthew 27, 45 through 54. From noon until three in the afternoon, the whole earth was dark. At about three, Jesus cried out with a loud shout, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you left me? After hearing him, some standing there said, he's calling Elijah. One of them ran over, took a sponge full of vinegar and put it on a pole. He offered it to Jesus to drink. But the rest of them said, let's see if Elijah will come and save him. Again, Jesus cried out with a loud shout. Then he died. Look, the curtain of the sanctuary was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised. After Jesus' resurrection, they came out of their graves and went into the holy city where they appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and what had just happened, they were filled with awe and said, this was certainly God's son. This is the word of the Lord. The Shadow of Burial, Matthew 27, 57 through 60. That evening, a man named Joseph came. He was a rich man from Arimathea who had become a disciple of Jesus. He came to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate gave him permission to take it. Joseph took the body wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb which he had carved out of the rock. After he rolled a large stone at the door of the tomb, he went away. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Tonight we've come not just to remember an event, but to be reminded of the loving sacrifice of a Savior. Tonight we're reminded that we all need a Savior, but that a Savior has come. Tonight we remember an event that altered the course of humanity. And through the sacrifice of our Savior, we can be new creation. We also acknowledge as we go from here that we can't do any of this on our own. So I'm going to invite you to join me in our benediction together this evening. As we go, we acknowledge we cannot live godly lives through our own strength and power. We need God's grace, and we also need one another. As we go, may you go in the grace and peace of a God who loves us so much that he sent his one and only son to come and to die. Amen.